welcome to another episode of podcast. Hello. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> I feel like we always say that it's been a while. There's always like periods of where we just like uh, actually it's just me like. It's not we. It's me. Okay, it's all me. Yes, it is called podcast. It's not called Evet and Kenneth Cast. Evet Cast. Welcome to another episode, 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 I cannot speak anymore. Welcome to another episode of podcast. Today we have no guest, so it's just quality time event. Wow. Um, <laughs> Do you enjoy? Yes. Do you love this quality time? <laughs> love this. this is date it's night. The, okay, woo, come and do, do a podcast <laughs> that normally listen to. Woo, quality um, time. <laughs> quality indeed. At so, least I get R&BT, I guess. Yep. And, uh, uh, Sponsored? <laughs> Shout out to RMBT, you know, use the hash use the promo code podcast. You wish <laughs> when you buy you just need, when you buy RMBT, you just need the code podcast, they will give you a five dollar off. You this try. entire drink at five dollars. Yeah. You're you're gonna try okay. You'll try it. it works then let me know. I still want to try. But um yeah, today we're gonna have a topic which is called uh I don't know, rejection, failures. Mm. Maybe also thinking about how to be positive. Uh, actually, part of the reason why this podcast nowadays was is a bit hard to arrange is because I'm also kind of running out of topics mm. to talk about. Uh, it's always easier to have a guest because that's where we also can kind of branch out to other kinds of topics that me and Yvette may not have expertise on. Mm. But uh, I guess this one we have expertise on. <laughs> Failures uh, dealing with failure. <laughs> do we? We all do we? Any of us? Yeah. Um. But I guess yeah. In general, uh, I thought it'd be interesting topic to to get into because um, I guess dealing with so called failure is something that all of us have to do so uh at one part of our life or another. So, uh, yeah. So why are mm. you a failure? <laughs> <laughs> You little bitch! <laughs> oh, eh, no, attacking. You call me a failure. No, 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 no physical, okay? Not no getting physical. But, uh, no, lah, joking. But, um, do you have any recent experience of feeling like you're a failure? Oh, you? oh yeah, I guess I do. Because I just changed new job, right? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Why do you think so hard, you had? Because I was like, I didn't get rejected from this job. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but if it's just general, I mean, I feel like I'm failing every day because I feel so stupid. When you're at a new job and then you don't know anything, then you're like, I'm a failure. No? And no. you're like, why, why? I don't know anything. I can't do anything. I ask so many questions. I'm a failure. <laughs> no? No. <laughs> no? Does it happen? No. <laughs> So I think it's just like, what you define. Okay, wait. At first, I thought that um maybe we need we can talk about how rejection is related to failure or like do we see it as the same thing? Hmm. It's kind of different. Yeah. True. Because at first we were we thought of talking about the topic of rejection because we met a friend right and then we were talk we were talking about relationships. So mm-hmm. it's like rejecting someone or being rejected in in the context of relationships when you confess to somebody nice guy mm. syndrome and then there's also rejection in in a form of work right you get rejected from job applications that or mm. the job that you really want and you tried so hard for i guess there's a, the other right. which is family which i i family rejected yeah. by family that's yeah. sad 
like your family keep deem- deeming you as a uh. failure lor. like they have very high expectations and they sometimes think that oh yeah you know, that's true we making stop. you feel like a failure would actually push you to greater heights yeah that's what I feel like a lot of Asian family yeah would have experienced yeah, yeah. but then that's like a slightly different topic from I failure mean, right like because there were two branches of failure that you kind of talk about yeah whether you fail in your own expectations and standards or you fail in terms of society's view mm-hmm. I mean we can go both lah Mm. I don't think we have to. I mean, now it's just we. You just have to choose one and talk about it, lor. I guess we can go straight into just um talking about when is the last time you felt rejected, felt rejected lor. Mm. Okay, so maybe I start. Like I think growing up generally, uh, when it comes to in the context of family, I don't think I generally feel like I'm a failure. Uh. I guess like that the thing that parents always do in in our our parents' generation is they like to compare. Or generally mm. people do like to compare la. And in terms of comparison, I'm actually generally doing a bit better compared to <laughs> my cousins or what's In terms of academics, la. Yeah, in terms of academics. So it's like generally I uh do did quite well in school. Um I think I'm the only one who entered a local local U in Sing- in Singapore. A local U in Singapore. What am I talking about? Local U is of course in Singapore. <laughs> uh, Maybe you have a listener who's not in Singapore. <laughs> yeah, so I think I'm the only one who went to JC also. Yeah. But so, do parents always find a way to make you feel like a yeah. failure. So so <laughs> in that sense, like generally that's that. Uh I did start off strong in my when I was younger. Because when I was in primary one Primary 2, I was like first in class, second in class. Then uh, as we moved up, I remember primary 3, primary 4, I, we got mixed into, we got, what do you call that? Stream lah. Stream, what are you, bro? <laughs> that was my drink. <laughs> you and your stupid drink. <laughs> I realised it's not ideal to drink. It's like, I need to chew. Then it's like, uh. Got chewing sound ah? No, it's very uncomfortable too. Oh. Like, you, you try, try to avoid not to have the yeah, sound, right? Okay. ASMR. So, okay, where was I? Uh, Streaming. Yeah, so when you stream into the different classes, uh, I I got like the smarter people just got the same class because of better results, and then um from first and second in class I became like ten ten in class. Cause you're not as smart compared to the smart people. <laughs> yeah lah, So so, but I think by the time I'm done with my my primary school is actually very small, and even within my class the the grades of the PSLE varies quite big lah. Yeah. Mm. So this is still using the old system. Oh my god. Do they still have streaming nowadays? I wonder. I think streaming still have. I thought they're all about like every, <laughs> like making stu- making sure students don't feel like a failure. <laughs> like uh, you will always find something you're good at. I feel like gonna, that's the kind of if you're gonna categorize going and, through. and and look at people's grades, there's no way that you. That's why they remove grades, what, didn't they? They remove a certain. They don't. Put oh, they put number. bending now. It's still right? bending. Yeah. It's still grades. So <laughs> yeah. it's basically grades that it's more like a A level. Like you don't differentiate oh. two A's. Oh, is it? I didn't know. Last time it's like if you A one A two right. No, no, no. Last time it's like you ninety one you get A one, uh, A plus, or you get ninety five you get A plus. Then oh. people don't differentiate that lah. You know. And now everybody's an A. Yeah, <laughs> I remember back then primary school is like ninety seven. Why you get ninety seven only? That's what my parents Why is it not 100? Why are you careless? Why are you careless? Uh, yeah. You're always careless. you always and then, careless. And then if you get 100, you'll be like, oh, you got 100. Ah. Next time, you're going to get 100 or so. No, 100 is like, oh, okay. <laughs> lo. 
okay no next time yeah yeah right just make sure you maintain this uh. <laughs> yeah. yeah there's no praise uh, it's from never family. good enough yeah. but I guess yeah uh, wait how way, did this turn into a, a, a bragging no, session no no <laughs> so I'm talking about how that's my experience growing up uh-huh. but so my my sense of failure is when I for example don't do very well in school mm. but very well means I don't get like A plus if I get B plus it's like bad yeah then it's relative right when you are expected to I guess it also links back to expectations lah. when you're expected to do really well and you don't do as well you're considered like you failed you know versus uh, someone who who consistently gets C and suddenly get B they're like oh you have improved you're not a failure oh, that's true yeah so so from that sense that was that was how it felt but I also did mention before like how the way my parents or like my mom would would she always give me backhanded compliment. <laughs> yeah. You remember? Actually, you, well, yeah. actually, you're no, quite so, handsome. So, no, yeah. So she will say like, hey, you actually quite handsome one. Yeah, if you lose weight. <laughs> then like, actually, you very smart one, but you lazy. <laughs> so, yeah. so it's always a fucking backhanded one. It's like, good job, but <laughs> good job. <laughs> yeah. So I always gonna that. But, um, but I also did mention how that shaped me as a person, right? Because mm. um, rather than always focusing that I'm bad, I, I in some ways, uh, is told that I can be really good or like I can be like the cream of the crop or in, su- in whatever area I'm working on or whatsoever. It's just that I have to do something about it. I can't say that that's like the best way of parenting. I, I, I mean, I don't know exactly what best way of parenting is, but I guess that also kind of um, gave me that sense of confidence that, you know, I'm actually a lot better than I am. I can be a lot better than who I am. Oh. Yeah, I so have that potential. The Basically, backhanded yeah. compliment worked. <laughs> as much as I don't want to admit it, I think maybe it somewhat worked. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it, it gave me that, that idea that I have that potential to get there. Yeah, and and I am in control of my destiny, la. I just need to. And you anime. I just need to, for example, lose weight. No, that will be handsome. <laughs> then, for example, I just need to um be less lazy, be more hardworking. Then I can be really smart. Yeah, yeah. So so yeah. In the sense, rejection and failure didn't really feel that strongly for me. Like I don't really deal with it all the time. I can't say I always su- succeed. But I, I knew that I was never going to be good enough mm. to the level that my parents would praise me. Mm. Oh my god, you know, I realised how we are like quite opposite mm-hmm. in, in, in terms of I'm always beating myself down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then you will, you, you're, as in, what's the word? It's not like you're always lifting yourself up, but you are quite... Positive. Yeah, about I yourself, think, you know what I mean? I think the, the clearest way to put it is that you're always a... Glass half, half empty. empty. I'm always oh, a yeah. glass, glass half, half full, full. guy. And together, we want one glass of water. <laughs> right? I keep you grounded. <laughs> and you... Keep galana, you. <laughs> keep galana. <laughs> why, why would you keep me grounded? Why do I need to be kept grounded? <laughs> you think you, you, grounded, so you every drift day, too far, then how? You, you, uh, you become me, deluded. You're eh? fucking failure. <laughs> That's like, I'm grounded, but I will rise up. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you're talking about in that. Yeah. Maybe you need a dose of reality and I'm there to deliver it. <laughs> no, I don't I don't need I don't need no dose. Yeah, of, like Kenneth, are you sure? No. Kenneth, no, are you sure? I don't need that shit. 
know, when you're talking about like academics now, I was listening to you that I realized something right. about myself. Like now it all connects, it all makes sense. You know, like how I'm always like, this is not good enough or like, oh no, no. If I do something well, then I get stressed out because I'll be like, oh shit, I need to, I feel even more stressed out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. I always do that to myself. Yeah. Then I realized how it connects to when I was in school. Oh. Okay. So this is going to sound like a humble break, but when I was in school, I always like kind of like the top few people. And then every time I'm top, actually it makes me even more stressed out when I was in school because I'm like, fuck, I got to maintain. Because mm. I was like, oh no, then next time I also need to be top again. Mm-hmm. Then I realized, oh wait, this is the same, it's a pattern. <laughs> it still continues up till today because it's like, even up till today, I'm like, like doing well, but then I'm like, oh no, I need, I'm stressed because then like, I need to maintain it. You know what I mean? Mm. I was like, oh my God, it connects there. I just realized it. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it so, is a pattern of behavior that started when yeah, I was a kid. I, I mean, the fact that you <laughs> you you always enjoy studying. Enjoy. <laughs> I don't enjoy studying. Like like Event loves want to like take the J- JLPT. I haven't. Japanese I lesson. haven't. By the way, she, like so. them excited. Like, can we sign up for what? I was like, sign up for what? Is to get just take long? to get accredited to get good grades. <laughs> no, it's to get accredited. Dude, the, the, our accreditation is damn low right now. Is yeah. So the, the, the point is to uh, work ourselves our way up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like we want to be N3 at least, right? We haven't even passed N5 or 4 yet. 4? I, I, I think mean, we can go straight we to can 4. Go straight. We don't yeah. have to go one by one. But I feel like we need to experience the test first. No need lah. Experience for what? <laughs> so that we can take N4, you then we go, know what it's like, then go N3 lah. You can just go straight to it what? as long as you then we keep failing man. Oh. What makes you think that you must take? <laughs> Why are you so structured? <laughs> you can go straight to it, but if you are good enough, you can practice la. on yourself. You can go straight for it. Can la. But then, what if we take entry, then we fail? Fail, then take again, lah. <laughs> you take N four doesn't mean you're gonna pass entry, <laughs> What are you talking about? It's, it's no, but you see, you way. take N four, they got experience. They like okay, okay you, I know what the JLPT test is like. Why don't you take entry and you go and do pass your papers of entry? <laughs> ah, fine. I guess we could also. <laughs> You can study for entry and do entry rather than go through M4, right? Okay. We anyway, digress digressing. a lot. But uh yeah, anyway, you say you're a pattern in school. Yeah, uh, anyway, think, that's like I just realized that the, the pattern continues even still when I'm adult when I got no tests, um, no uh standards, no like first class position uh first position in class to fill, but I still got the same thinking of like, oh no, I'm doing well, then I get even more stressed out because I'm like, oh no, then there's only the expectations. I don't know where the expectations come from, but anyway. Actually, I um, never, I, strangely enough, I never, even if that few times that I have done well, I nev- never felt like I needed to, uh, the stress of needing to maintain. But, <laughs> but I do have the stress of needing to do well, but not so much of like, like, the, I don't put that kind of stress on myself. Mm. That stress comes from external, from my parents, oh. from my mom, like, specifically. Because my mom is the one that always pushed me for to do well in school. Mm. Yeah. But so, actually, all these experiences, like, in school, every time I do well, and that joy of, like, being first is just fleeting. And then that, I just feel stressed out. Actually, what that has taught me that there's no point in garnering for all these top positions or comparing or so, because the joy is fleeting. <laughs> Wait, when you have this realization, when is it? Um, now lah. I don't not now lah. When I was in my early twenties lah, but then, I'm a bit older. But la. you finished school already lah. Yeah lah, yeah lah. <laughs> then I was like, hey, actually, what's the point of even trying? See, that's why now, 
I'm proud to say I got no ambition. <laughs> you, you say that while you still worry about <laughs> losing your job on your first few weeks of your new workplace. I still want to do well, but I got no ambition to, you know, rise up to be something. I, 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 think I just need to earn enough for myself. And to be in a job that is still relatively challenging without being too all-consuming. But I don't know, I feel like this is a very ironic thing that you're saying. Because whatever you're saying, sometimes why, how, how you behave doesn't match with how you're, yeah, you're saying. Yeah, I know. This is why I'm so conflicted. <laughs> Do I have ambition or not? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have ambition. Then you, when, you, when the opportunity comes, then you, you FOMO. Oh, sometimes, I guess. Do you feel that way? Wait, but what opportunity? I don't know. Like your work, like you get to... Like maybe it's to compete for a position that you may be interested in. I think I will always get caught up in that because I'll be like, oh no, I feel like I must want it. But actually when I pull myself back, do I even want it? Mm-hmm. Is a question that I need to ask myself. Yeah. So I feel like I do get caught up in that like red race or whatever. But then actually at the end of the day, I think about it, that's not even really what I want. Then I always have to keep reminding myself that like, I feel. Mm-hmm. Maybe I, I do have an, in- I mean, I have an innate competitiveness. So I always have to reel myself back. <laughs> Yeah, I feel. Because yeah. <laughs> I have to remind myself, like, wait, does this even matter? <laughs> no, I'm just trying to think, like, how how my brain works. So sometimes I also cannot, didn't, don't really think about it. Like, I, like when you are yourself, you everything comes naturally, mm. right? Mm. Until you start talking to people or start hearing about how people think, then you realise, oh, actually, the way I think can be very different from mm. how some, of, some people actually process this kind of stuff. Because mm. so. I realised, yeah, I mean, I could sound hypocritical. Because mm. it's like, I said I got no ambition. And yeah, at the same time, I applied for, you know, the company that I'm currently at, which is concerts, which other people look and think that it's like a place that's very competitive it's for people with ambition and drive or whatever. Yeah. Right? But then I said I got no ambition. And yeah, at the same time, I try out for this role anyway. Yeah. And I'm in this company. So it's like, I could seem like a hypocrite. (laughs) No. (laughs) No, no, I'm joking. It's also like conflicting. I'm conflicting myself. I'm not conflicting. Yeah, conflicting, contradicting myself, right? But at the same time, I didn't even... Like, it's not like I joined the company because I'm ambitious. Because I have the drive to succeed. You know what I mean? I just join to try. So so like So I don't I, know do I have ambition or not? I think your brain works very different from mine. Like mm-hmm. if I got into a really good place, I'll be like, okay, I'm damn chai law. I <laughs> then I I mean I, okay, I will attribute it okay. to okay. your I mean, abilities sure, whatever, but I also in some ways I will just recognize it as it's something I managed to do la, and mm-hmm. and I will take it as a way to boost myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Recognizing yeah. or re reaffirming that I'm mean, actually decent, like not bad. Mm, yeah. uh, I'm not. I'm definitely not. I'm not the best. I'm not like uh probably. But you're not bad. So called right? scholar quality, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But I know my own strength, and uh, yeah, And I and I recognize it, and I take pride in it, lah. Mm-hmm. But then yeah. I'm the opposite because I'm like my man- mindset is if I can get in, then I immediately go. Oh, then it's not that hard, what. <laughs> Yeah, because I can get in means yeah, it's not everyone that Because I'm not that it. great anyway and I got <laughs> in. Yeah, right? Sounds <laughs> yeah, familiar. That's me. That's your thought process. And then Kenneth was call me because he'd be like, hey, you go outside and say this kind of thing, people will whack you. Yeah, <laughs> I got into this really good place. Yeah, yeah, law. It's just like that, law. But 
I don't know. But it's not like I'm looking down on other people. Like, say, it's so easy why you cannot do it. It's more like, if I can do it, I believe that other people can do it too, you know? But I think it also links this. This links back to your your perspective of being scared of being complacent. Oh, that's true. Yeah, and you. I think you actively push yourself down because you feel like once you're complacent, you you will start stop to trying. You'll stop trying and you'll start falling. And start failing. Uh. The thing is, you're not even complacent and you're already feeling that I'm you're a failure. failure. So... Uh, it's a lose-lose situation. <laughs> it's a lose-lose situation that I also don't know how to... Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. So I guess Kenneth is a cup half, glass half full person who helps me sometimes. I don't know whether I help Because <laughs> sometimes it's also frustrating. But then I'm like... Uh, yeah, I... I like, as a, as a boyfriend, like, I need to also listen more than I try to... Like, there was once recently, I kind of, like, was very harsh in mm. in critiquing you. I can't remember what it's for, about. For being harsh on yourself. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and you were saying about? that, oh, that's not what you want to hear. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember now. But I also explained to you that, like, it's... Like, from, the, from someone who cares about someone who you... What am I saying? Like, if there's someone you care about and you see that someone is bullying them, you obviously will feel upset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Regardless of whether that person bullying is someone external or themselves bullying themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so I think that's where I, I was a bit, like, upset. And mm-hmm. I wish that you could be less... Uh, self-critical. Self-critical? <laughs> self-critical, yeah. Self-critical. Self-critical, self-critical or, like... Um, yeah, Lord, don't don't be so harsh on yourself, Lord. Yeah. Mm. You always hear this yeah. telling you telling Five years you really, this yeah, every but time. Our brains are just wired differently. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. But for me, okay. La, I'm trying to think. I I didn't know that when I got my O level results, I was damn upset. And I cried after I get it. Oh, and it wasn't even that bad. I got 12 points. Which is like, instead of getting A1 for everything, which is 6 points, right? I get almost A2 for everything. Mm. So it's like, I barely made it. <laughs> and then it's like, you double the score, right? 6 to 12 is literally doubling the score. And I was very disappointed with myself. Mm. Yeah. And I felt like... I didn't feel... Did I feel like my future is ruined? No, not really. Uh, But... Yeah, I... I I but you know what I realised? I realised this is a conversation about failing and grades. It's very failing in the eyes of Singaporean society. Yeah, it is. A Singaporeans are very... Academic driven. Especially like. when you're a kid. Yeah. But that's the main sense of failure I felt, I think, at that time. After that... I don't mean, know. Like, I, when do you have, have any time that like the sense of failure really, really drags you down in any part of your life. Mm, when you get rejected from a job you really want. Because, mm. I mean, I mean, I wouldn't say, I mean, studying wasn't, was okay for me. <laughs> oh, like the whole academic. It was okay for me. Yeah, yeah. So, I get what I mean. I feel a lot more relaxed after I become an adult. <laughs> Cause I don't have to. 
I can choose to do things that I care about more than doing things that I don't care about. For example, mm. memorizing for an exam that I not even that interested. It's just fucking painful for me. Whereas mm. like now it's like I can try, I can find a niche to be good at and I can focus on that. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I know. Maybe feeling like a failure in terms of, I mean the work that we do, our day jobs, not really what we really like to do, right? And mm. is passionate about like for yours to be maybe YouTube or making mm. podcasts or whatever. And then mine will be like, I want to write. I want to mm. write fiction. Mm. Um, then sometimes, but I guess it's always comparison. Right? Comparison is the teeth of joy. When you compare to other people, then you see them, fellow Singaporeans, who are somehow publishing books, getting made into movies or whatever. And then you're like, what? Wait. People want to publish books written by Singaporeans. You mean we can do it too? Then I've maybe... That isn't rejection though, but it feels like, oh shit, I'm Not already 30 enough. and I haven't written any fucking thing that could potentially be published, you know? Mm. Then I feel like a failure because I'm like, what, wait, I could be working harder at this thing that I really want to succeed in, but I'm not. So then I feel like, then that makes me feel bad about myself, right? Like I'm not trying hard enough to chase uh. something that I really want, you know? Yeah. Or like when somebody is a shitty writer and he gets published, they're like, wait, what? What? <laughs> I guess in my mind, I when I have s- situations like this, I always see it as uh, there's always some form of trade off. Yeah, when people have some good things that happen to them, or like they talk about how they managed to reach this, actually there's always a trade off, lah. Like maybe they spend less time on certain things mm. or for X number of years they were struggling financially, mentally in order to get this project or this thing, mm. this quest that they have to get it done. So, so in my mind, I that's how I process it. Like, uh, I in some ways, I felt like I'd rather be happy and comfortable um, like general happiness, like general contentment for majority of my time than to feel depressed for <laughs> a large amount of time and getting that really great high mm. of achieving something that is extraordinary. Mm. See, this is also where we differ. Like you would think like this and then mm. this like helps you deal with those feelings. Yeah. But then for myself, like I will have this kind of thought process of like, oh, I'm sure they got their own trade-offs and then um, cause like the life I'm leading now, I'm like financially stable, it's comfortable. Yeah. I wouldn't want to trade it for what they might have or might not have uh, endured to get where they are. Then, but then I would think like, but then that doesn't mean I can't do it. What? I'm just not doing it cause I'm lazy or whatever. You know, <laughs> like I find myself beating myself up for making excuses. It sounds like my mom <laughs> inside your head. <laughs> <laughs> so I have your yeah, mom in my head. <laughs> I guess if, if my mom is in my head all the time, I probably will be like you. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you can have done it. You can have done this too. It's lazy. Yeah. You can be a doctor too. It's just you're lazy. You're just like, oh, whatever. Yeah, I didn't really want to be a doctor anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. But anyway. I, think, I think the only time I felt like... I don't... I don't I consider a failure. I guess when it comes to relationship, at least at the start, mm. because like, never really So felt then that becomes more like a rejection kind of. Not so much rejection, but just in general, like, oh. I mean, you're not rejected if you never go and approach the girl. Oh. <laughs> it's like, True. 
You can't be rejected if you can't fail if you don't try. Come on, the mantra. You can't fail if you don't try. I mean, like growing up, not being very attractive. Sometimes it's like I also look like like people around me and how guys who are so called more better looking or like cuter, they get a lot more female attention. Hmm. Yeah, and I think like. I always envy that. Yeah. Because it's happening right in front of me. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of what we are talking about, actually, a lot of times it end up, it's all relative. It's all about comparison. Mm. It's all about someone has done this, someone is That's able to I get say, this. Comparison is a thief and of then, joy. Yeah. And then if you don't have that, you'll be like, ah, oh, fuck. But I want it, but I'm not able to get it as easily as this, ex- yeah. this person. Yeah. So in that sense, I... I don't have a lot of confidence in terms of how I look. Mm. Yeah. And Actually, like, you know, like things like superfi- like comparing or whatever, I feel like it's a very common... Like, I'm sure everybody feels it at some point in their life, right? Yeah. Mm. And I... So I'm still trying to think that, like, the way my brain works, I probably don't think... Am I a funny kid in primary school? I can't remember. But I, I actively realised I'm the funny kid when... I'm in secondary school. I think partly also because I also realized like, um, like I can't get attention just by being who I am. <laughs> it's somewhat. And I realized you, I can get attention when I make people laugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I joke about it and then kind of a bit self-deprecating. Mm. Uh, I told you, right? One of my new colleagues asked me, oh, why, what attracted you to your boyfriend? And I said, oh, because he's, he makes me laugh lor. He's funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so I think that's also, okay, this may also spill into the whole gender thing. Because mm. I think as guys, you're not good looking, they will tell you things like, uh, you can, okay, always make up for your lack of look, which you can't change by doing things that you can have control of. For example, be a funnier money. person, have a personality, make a lot of money. Mm. So there's always a way out from all this. Yeah, whereas I think for girls, you tend to, they tend to people the society tend to be harsher on 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 girls lah. Mm. Like if you are not good looking, they don't give you a way out. Like what do you have? Like work hard and earn a lot of money. Nobody will say that <laughs> when you're young. Right? Nobody says that, right? <laughs> yeah. To girls, I I don't think so. No, yeah, but for guys, that's true. They always have this kind of because uh, the mindset comments. is like, oh, you better marry well, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you yeah. need to look good to marry well. Okay, but then maybe that's because in our parents' generation, most of... I mean, my mom, like, didn't go uni or whatever, right? Like, our parents weren't... Well, as in, they didn't go to uni, right? Yeah. So it's hard also for women to earn something that leads to better uh, standard of living if you don't have higher education. Mm. But then, whereas now, maybe, I don't know, will our generation raise their daughters differently? I don't think... Do you think they'll say things like, oh, you better marry well or find a good guy to marry? Maybe uh, not. Because I, I think it's still very like, okay, do fair, well in school. To be fair, I think it's hard to say from our social circle. Because oh. our social circle is a very niche group, I feel. Which are uni grads. Uni grads, mainly Chinese. Yeah. Yeah, privileged class. So I recognize that also. La. And, and I also realize... Like there's still a lot of differing views even within our age group. I I would mm. I would like to believe that that will, that there is definitely some improvement. 
But mm. I don't think it is to the extent that everybody will be felt that will, will actually be raised up in their kind of values. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like a lot of your friends are a little bit more liberal. Mm. My friends are a bit more conservative, but mm. they are not the I think they, they, they go with the times, but they are not the uh actively support kind of. Yeah. Versus I think your friends are a bit more what do you call that? V- vocal. Liberal. Yeah. Yeah. But my friends are generally quite all conservative. Like if things happen, bad things like government made a bad choice, we'll just be like Lies like that law, we just have to deal with it law and we'll live with it. We will not be happy, but we won't actively uh, make noise about it. Mm. Yeah. I won't say make noise. Lah. Okay, that's a bad, bad <laughs> way to. I'm not saying your friends are making noise. <laughs> I'm trying to retract it. Yeah, but you get what I mean. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a different mentality, I feel. Yeah. So even the social group between our friends are quite different. Yeah. I mean, we're also in different fields, maybe that's why. I think mm. your friends. Mm. Compared to my friends, but anyway, as a as a as a woman, I'm always grateful to have had education and yeah. being able to earn my own keep. Because just seeing my own parents, I'm like, was oh, always determined. I always I always say this, but I'm always determined. That I will always forever want to earn my own keep mm. <laughs> and have my own money, no matter how rich or whatever my husband will be. You know, because mm. I'm like, no, I'm gonna depend on myself. I mean, one of the things <laughs> I also felt like like. For us, we opened a joint account, right? Mm. And you remember like the conversation about how much money we should put in. Should mm. we put in a percentage of our income? Mm. Yeah, I'm the one who, I felt like... uh, You should put in more because you earn more. No, so initially it's like percentage, right? So percentage, mm. our values will be different. But I felt like I wanted whatever we spend on the joint account uh, to be equally owned by us. Mm. Yeah, then whoever has more money, like that person can make up for it. One way or another. Mm. Which yeah. I didn't mind. Because I yeah. wanted to have equal stake. Yeah. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I, I, are you open to talk about like who earn more of that kind? Sure. If you yeah. don't mind. I mean, I don't mind. Because <laughs> I also just had this conversation with my friends. Uh, quite oh. interesting. So, yeah. So, previously, I earned more than Yvette. Um, and now, Yvette's new job, she actually earns more than me. Mm. Yeah. And I thought it's quite a interesting... Dynamic. Dynamic, yeah. Which I also took... I think... The I would say I I had struggles, but it made me like take a step back and think about it because I think for for majority part of our relationship, in terms of like being able to being someone who earns more than you, uh, doing things that requires me to pay more, is one of the ways that I use to show. That I I I care for you lah. Mm. Yeah, and, I pay for and meals. yeah, paying for meal, just spending money for you mm. in general is something. It's my it's a way of expression lah. Mm. Somewhat, yeah. So when this whole dynamics got switched, I init- my initial thoughts is that, oh, cause now you earn more, then you should then you will pay more for meals. Mm. Yeah. Then when I thought about it, I was like, oh shit. Then that portion of me being able to show that I care will now be taken away from me. Mm. Yeah. Then does that make me feel lesser as a partner? Mm. Yeah. Like, oh shit, I cannot express my concern or like my 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 appreciation or care in that way anymore. Mm. Yeah. So that was my initial thoughts. Uh. Mm. Then after a while, I realized that firstly, like, uh, 
It doesn't fucking matter whether you earn more or not. Like, the fact that I want to spend money to pay for meals uh, doesn't need to... Although it started off from the fact that I earn more than you, just because now things are switched doesn't mean that... It's not like earning less. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's you earning way more. So I can still like, pay for meals if I want to. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So so that's my thought process. Huh? And I realized that actually at the end of the day, it's a win-win for us. Mm. Yeah. Because if we are going to build our life together, then uh, yeah, Lord, additional money is both of our, mon- our income increase. Mm. means we can do more, th- more things together. Mm. Yeah. Although I have to say that I'm still not used to earning more. As in like, not just earning more than you, just yeah. earning more in general. Yeah. Like, it still feels weird. Not weird, but it doesn't, like when I pay for what? Oh no, sorry, continue. I don't know. I don't, what don't, is this? No, what I'll, is be this like, I'll be like, you will get used to it. <laughs> this kind of thing. This kind of thing. It's like personal no. Oh no, look at me. <laughs> I earn more money. Oh no. no, I'm not used to it. <laughs> you even hear yourself. No, no, okay, I'm saying la. in I'm terms not. of paying okay. for meals. Because yeah, 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 every yeah, time yeah. we go out, usually you pay for like, if yeah. it's, if the meal costs uh, is like $70 or whatever, then, yeah. you know, you pay for it. Yeah. But then now, like, when I pay for it, I'm like, not used to it. Because at the back of my mind, I'm thinking, wow, can I afford it? Then I realize, <laughs> I can. Uh. <laughs> or like, um, yeah, the go through that very quickly in that one millisecond. <laughs> can I afford it? Oh, yeah, I can. Then you just move on. Yeah, because at the back of my mind, I'd be like, oh, no, then I'll be like spending more and saving less. Because yeah. I track my spending, But right? then now it's like you're spending more and you're saving more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. You're right. <laughs> Whoops. It's a woman's brain, uh. I cannot. Oh my god, you're right, eh. I can yeah, think of it that way. <laughs> yeah, you're spending more and you're saving more. So you're still a win-win. Yeah. And you're still spending the same X amount of time doing work. Or even less nowadays, actually. For now lah. For now, fingers crossed. For now lah. <laughs> Depends on how much you want to push yourself, so right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, the company were trying to push us to be more productive, right? Yeah. <laughs> so. so going back to feeling a f- like a failure <laughs> after we humble brag about our pay. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm not humble uh, breaking. <laughs> I think we can go straight into like about relationships. Mm. What? Rejection in our context of relationships. Okay, so you know like what you say just now. Mm. You cannot get rejected if you never try. Yeah. Yeah, I've never confessed or anything like that before. So I've never been rejected. So do you... F- because that's how you felt? Like, if I don't confess, I won't get rejected? I just never felt the urge to confess either. I mean, that's a... How many of your female friends actually confess to guys? Ooh, good question. I would like to know. I also don't know. <laughs> I don't get stats. Let me think. Uh. I mean, my assumption is that... Have lah, have. But that is when they already quite sure that the guy likes hurt them. No. I think it's when they really like the guy. Oh, wow. Yeah. But I can't remember whether it was like a I like you confession or like an indication that they want to pursue more. I can't remember. But I feel like that... Hmm, I think have. Mm-hmm. Like one friend, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> It's quite rare lah. Yeah. I think for guys, generally we are expected to. But in general, like when my friends get in a relationship, it's because other guys, the guy confess. Confess first, yeah. right? Usually that's the case lah. Guys are expected to be do the chasing. Mm. Yeah. So, I, I guess for me, I have properly chased 
I don't even know whether I consider properly chased you. My God, we it, had this conversation before. You yeah. didn't. <laughs> he never chased oh, me. Oh, your life very hard, eh? Yeah, exactly. Aren't you lucky I never reject? Oh, <laughs> 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 no, these four cards won't even happen. <laughs> but yeah, it's quite interesting because I think I've shared this before too about how uh, growing up, I always end up chasing. I guess maybe I also was. I wouldn't say brainwashed, but influenced by media about how the guy can always get the girl if he or he is uh, very determined mm. and uh, loyal and persistent. Mm. Yeah, I think this relates to the nice guy syndrome. Yeah, it does. Right, you want to explain that a bit more for people who don't know what that is? Nice guy syndrome. Mm. Uh, I, do people not know? Nice guy is when... Okay, so I think... I don't know whether a lot of guys have that sense, but I like someone who is not very attractive, uh, you tend to think that as long as you are nice to a girl long enough, they will somehow have a... They will finally see, truly see who you are. <laughs> the, this beautiful pearl that is inside of you, outside this ugly-ass cloister. Cloister. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I can think of Pokemon. Oyster. Oyster, the clam, this shell... This rugged shell, when they open up, finally, they can see that beautiful pearl. Uh, yeah. So I think a lot of guys have... And then they so, People generally, the nice guy syndrome comes from people who are not attractive. Mm. Let's put it that way. But then, it's like became this toxic thing, right? I mean, online, you hear these stories of guys saying that, I'm so fucking nice to her, why she don't like me? Yeah. Right? That's so, toxic. So, how, how, where should I go with this? Because I'm just thinking about, like, there's this part of me where when I was um, really nice to the person, that maybe if I continue to be nice to her, despite being rejected, then she really realized that, hey, you know, I'm actually a nice guy. And like, oh. I, don't, I don't lash it out on her. So that was, I guess, my strategy mm. <laughs> when, when, when I'm pursuing someone that I really like and they mm. don't like me. There's also an aspect of nice guy syndrome, right? It's like being, it's like, being that good friend but actually yeah. you got ulterior motive yeah but right. yeah so so i also thought about it and i think i also kind of had that conversation with myself like Can I ah yes 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 <laughs> so so i think i earlier okay so so i think earlier on i also had that that reflection of myself mm-hmm. that like if i'm nice to them it doesn't mean that they need to be nice back at me mm. it's like cliche if i love this person it doesn't mean that i'm entitled for that that person have to love me back. Mm. Right? It's, it's always a... What, if I'm doing nice thing to that person, it's a one-sided thing. They mm. didn't ask to be treated nicely mm. for... Right? And it's all on me la, to, mm. to deal with it. To deal with the fact that if they don't like me and they don't want to reciprocate, then uh, I have to accept it. La. Mm. Then And with that mentality, I guess it's like good because I'm self-aware. Mm. But the center like, actually it is quite um I hated that part that 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 version of me because it's I'm always damn emo. You're simp. Yeah. <laughs> You're I mean, a sad simp. Yeah, but yeah, so I always damn emo when I'm like really chasing someone that doesn't want me. Yeah. So so which is interesting because yesterday, um I don't know I told you before, like the the one of the friend that um that's uh that that we had dinner with, she she used to be someone I liked. Oh. yeah. Mm. 
So <laughs> it's very funny when we when we were having dinner, then my other friend was like, we were having, I think, what were we talking about? We're talking about like different relationships. Mm. Then he come and he can and share with me, eh, that time like uni, third year, fourth year, when you chasing this p- person, then I just because <laughs> she also died I never eye contact with her I'm just like huh? <laughs> no no <laughs> huh? <laughs> then she's like oh the one uh, you chase very hard for that huh? then like oh then the what's her name then like, I, don't, I don't know what she pointed then I was like oh my ex ah. then I'm just oh that one is year one year two lah, not the year three year four. so your friend didn't know it's that friend yeah. So I don't know, I don't know what they I was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, la, that was so awkward for a while. But I found it hilarious. And I think at that point, this point of time, um we are quite quite chill with it already. La. So after that I actually texted her. I say like like I just want to say that just now when my friend said this, mm. I panicked. <laughs> Then she say she also don't understand because she also don't know how many other people I have chased. Oh, she know that you were chasing her. She knows, she know. Oh, yeah. So so it was quite um, of uh, quite funny lah. But I I I'm quite glad that we we are able to talk about it because it's been years since that mm-hmm. happened, and I guess that also helped me. Like I got I got a bit emotional after that cause when texting about it, like talking to her. And like laughing about it because oh. I felt like it kind of allowed me to accept that part of me who I kind of hated to be. Oh my god! Yeah, so it, it kind of like a a resolution somewhat lah. Like mm. like oh, like that, that version of me is not invalid. Yeah, mm. and it's maybe... still who I am, mm. and it's okay because I was still young and naive, and I have a very idealistic thought about what relationships should be mm. or the kind of relationships I want. Yeah. So and maybe you see that it's not as ugly as you remember it to be. Yeah, I remember it like now when I look back at some of these things like when I was being rejected and I was still like forcing not say forcing my way but really trying very hard to still get their attention and still hope for the best. It's when I look back it's damn cringe lah. <laughs> right. If if the <laughs> Then I also realized, looking at this, I also realized how much I've changed. Mm. Yeah. And I've grown. And I I I realized that I don't have to dislike that part of herself. Yeah. That version of me when uh. I'm growing up. Because I think that ultimately made me learn and made me uh be become who I am today. Mm. Yeah. So I don't know, is that linked to failure and rejection? I don't know, maybe. But being rejected by girls was a norm for me. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it, it, for the longest time, it, it just felt like a miracle to like someone and have someone like you back at the same time. I mean, not without Tinder or whatever, like, yeah. they, they match with you or whatever, yeah. but like, the idea of like, oh, I really like this person, but that, would that person like me back? You know, you try to get their attention. You try to do things and you know, whatever, make them laugh, whatever, but then you realize that, oh, wait, they don't see you. Mm. They're not able to see you like the way that you see them. Mm. But it's okay, I, I grew up fat and ugly too. <laughs> <laughs> why, you, why, you why, why would that make me feel better? <laughs> no, so I relate. I'm like the female version. 
<laughs> Except that I never, never chase or confess. <laughs> I just like, okay, yeah. I'm fat, I'll give. <laughs> so that's like, yeah, growing up with all this rejection, when it comes to relationship, uh, I guess that also made me felt like when I get one, I will really, really cherish it. And I will really, really make it work. Which is part of the reason why me and my ex didn't work. <laughs> why? Because I have an idealistic idea of that this relationship will definitely become... Oh. Will be- definitely go through all the way. La. And I tried to be someone that I'm not. Mm. Yeah. And trying to be very giving, trying not to, and avoid conflicts oh. majority of time. And that leads to actually more problems la, because mm. you're not dealing with the issue. You're always just avoiding it just by giving in. Mm. Yeah. And over time, I became very... Uh, there's a sort of resentment la, over time because I, I just feel very tired of trying to be the nice guy and trying mm. to give in and always tiptoeing because I just don't want to upset this person. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But you know, growing up unattractive, right? As like a teenager or whatever. Do you ever feel sad they never get that teenage dream? Kind of romance. <laughs> I mean, I have to say, like, one thing that sometimes I've thought about it is that, oh, like, I never had a chance to to fuck around growing up. Yeah. In what? my in my late fuck teens. Around. And, like, just have many different relationships oh, with different girls. Okay, phew. I was like, why you fuck around? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that, fuck I, what? No. <laughs> fuck my hand, ah. <laughs> So, so I, I mean, I thought about it, la, but at the same time, I also realised, like, I don't know whether it's copium or not, but, <laughs> and that, like, like, just because you had that experience doesn't mean you are a happier person. Mm. Yeah. And I, I rather, I'm quite happy with how I've turned out, <laughs> mm. where I am today, how I think and how I process stuff. And, yeah, long. I, I, I don't think I really regret it in that sense. La. Mm. I mean, sure, it would be nice, but at the same time, there's a lot of other things that are nice that, that turn out well for me too. So, mm. yeah, I can't really fully complain either. Mm. Do you feel like you miss that teenage dream, so-called? Um, Only because it sounds... The pop music making sounds so romantic. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime you read like those books, like YA romance, it also sounds so like romantic and shit. But then, when I, when you were talking, I was like thinking about like how I, I guess when you're a teenager and then you are in a relationship, it would can consume you, right? I would imagine. If you're not studying, then you're always occupied with your yes, partner. Yes. Then, but then because we didn't have that. So I think we filled our time with a lot of other things. So, like, for myself, I really got into, like, reading and, like, trying my hand at writing fanfic when I was a teenager and I was yeah. posting on Quizilla. So, I was very in... developed that side of my interest and really being involved in that space online. Mm-hmm. So, I felt like that was also formative for me in a way. When you say this, I'm just thinking, my my version of that is I just play a lot of games. Yeah, yeah, lo, yeah, lo. So <laughs> I mean, formative? Does that make me a better person? I mean, it... it <laughs> I mean, it gives us certain hobbies that we still have until today, right? Yeah. So, because I was recently on this Reddit, then I saw this subreddit where people, this person asked, people in your like 30s or late 20s, how do you 
how do you find any uh, excitement on life? Like, what gets you excited or like, whatever? Because you say, I'm so bored. Like, I'm in my late 20s and I'm so bored. Like, I just go to work and then also I work, I got nothing to do. Oh, you know? So then the I'm like, wow, I, I don't deal with that because I can find so many things to do outside of work that I wish I don't have to work and I can retire straight mm. away. You know mm. what I mean? Mm. So I felt like being, maybe, you know, being a teenager where you spend a lot of time working on things outside of, <coughs> I don't know, if you didn't have a relationship to distract yeah. you, because I feel like I have a lot of things I love doing, you know, outside of being with you, yeah. uh, outside of work, you know? Like, like you re- can en- really enjoy spending time alone. La. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, so I don't know whether that contributes. I don't know because, I mean, I'm sure I have a lot of friends who had relationships when they were a teenager and they have fulfilling lives outside of work and their partners. Mm, mm. <laughs> but for me, I yeah. think that might have contributed. Never thought about it that way though. Interesting. Because a lot of things I enjoy doing as a kid, I still enjoy doing today. True, mm. true. I mean, but gaming-wise, was I guess was an escape for me for the most part growing up. Mm. Yeah, it's something that I really enjoyed. And, and my parents are like, rather my mom would actively try to stop me from doing it. Because mm. she feels like if I play game, my brain cells will rot. Uh, but it's something that I guess it's like the, so, so something to a point where like the more they don't want you to do it the more mm. yeah the more strongly you want to do it yeah and mm. and I crave for it because it's like so rare right and mm. like I really needed that hit just one more hour one more shit one more hour gross but uh, yeah I never thought about it that way mm. does that is that but then I guess like when I do all these things, I don't feel like I'm wasting time because I'm enjoying doing it. Also, yeah. whereas I feel like maybe some people, but it's be true. Like, it's true that like I think people around our age, there are a lot of people with don't, don't doesn't have a hobby. Huh? Really, man? Yeah. And, is it, wait, wait, and, wait! Is watching Netflix and drama considered a hobby? Uh, uh, <laughs> could I, be a hobby. <laughs> somewhat. Yeah. But that's what most people do. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe yes, no. I mean, watching show is just watching show. It's like drinking water. <laughs> I feel like it's like eating food. Then you enjoy a good show. Yeah. Scrolling on net, uh, scrolling yeah. on Instagram, whatever is like drinking water. I, I mean, like I, social media, like I feel nowadays. If you think about it, it's like someone is like, oh, my passion is uh, I love, I love watching movies. They'd be like, uh, everybody loves to watch movies, good movies. Yeah, but then there are some people who really like watching movies. They watch all the indie flicks all this kind, you know? I mean, True. that is... Would you then consider that more of a hobby than, let's say, I love watching Marvel movies, you know? <laughs> I love watching Marvel movies. <laughs> <laughs> that's like everyone. That's my hobby. That's all the Marvel fanboys out there. I don't know. Actually, that's a... I don't know lah. How do you define hobby even? It's like someone saying that my, my passion is to travel. Hmm... Were who you? doesn't like yeah, yeah I mean okay I have to say that people don't but yeah I don't know or maybe it's it sounds very flat for some reason not, saying, not trying to diss people whose hobby is travelling <laughs> who's travelling or to love I love watching Netflix but no maybe we only say this because like I don't feel I can watch Netflix all the time I think if I watch too much Netflix after a while I feel empty yeah <laughs> for me yeah. that's what happens so yeah. I feel like like a hobby for me is something that makes after I do it or when I'm doing it, I feel fulfilled. I feel engaged. I feel happy. I feel satisfied. 
Mm. I think that's for you. For me. That's my that's what I would consider a hobby. And that's why like reading and writing is my hobby. I don't think I have I feel that for games though. But I do I do find it fun. I do find it relaxing most mm. of the time. So it's a way for me to decompress. It's a way for me to escape mm. and like be be not thinking about mm. some of the stresses, micro stresses that I have around in my life. Mm. But yeah. I think the escape, like for me, like my hobby can also be an escape, but after I do it, it doesn't make me feel empty. You know what I mean? Actually, like, it depends whereas, on how much you do it. Lah. Mm. I, I, I think, okay, so one example I have is like, um, I know this I tried a lot, but I think it's oh. fine. Uh, <laughs> there was the period I told you before where I was doing night classes, right? Mm. So, that time was like, I think, thurs- Monday, Thursday, I have night classes. Friday is off day. Saturday, I might have one class, night class every now and then. So, for that period of time, my weekdays are, my weekdays are totally gone one. Basically, I don't have time for myself one. Like, you work, then you go for night classes, and then you go home. Like, I would try to still do the things I want to do, like watch Running Man. I remember back then, I still watch Running Man. And, I, I couldn't finish an episode and um, I watched halfway I want to fall asleep already. So I remember that period of time like I just feel very like I guess tired about everything. I was very exhausted la, towards the end after two or three months and I think I didn't have the time to play games as well. Mm. Yeah, Which made me I don't think I was depressed or what. La. Yeah, It just made me realise uh uh, how important decompressing after work is to me. Mm. Yeah. I mean, nowadays I, I also run, mm. I play games. Mm. You see, sometimes I stream. Yeah. So these are ways for me to decompress, I feel. And I think these are important to me, at least for now. And I'm glad that, that I at least have something that I can fall back on, on spending time alone. Mm. Yeah. So I can see how it can be difficult for people when they don't have a hobby. Life does feel quite MD, meaningless. Yeah. yeah. Like what's next? Yeah. yeah. I got nothing to do. I watch a show. Like after the show, I still feel empty, right? Mm. Yeah. So. Finding things to do. Law. I have to say sometimes. So there are sometimes I play a game. I play too much. I also do feel, feel empty after playing it too much. Because mm. I, I play so much already. Does that make me a better person? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. But I guess the difference is that it engages the brain. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it makes me think, I strategize, whatever. Yeah, I try to yeah, think ahead. Uh, yeah, so I guess the fact that it engages my brain, like do some problem solving, uh, I think that that is something that I enjoy lah. Mm. Just wonder if let's say I don't have a if like we don't spend time together. What other things will I do besides reading and writing? Maybe I'll like find times to go in. Maybe I'll sign up for more pottery classes, for example. <laughs> Hey, why you laugh? Copium. That <laughs> <laughs> is my favorite word. By the way, if you don't know what copium means, copium means is a combination of coping, like coping with a trauma or coping with something bad and opium, which is a drug. So when you say things like this to make <laughs> yourself feel better, drug. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, taking copium. You're smoking copium. No, like, I'm just saying, how would I feel my time if I didn't go, if I don't have somebody to date? You know what I mean? Maybe I'll go for more pottery. Maybe I'll really focus on Japanese classes. <laughs> for me, if I'm not getting game, not into game, I will focus on fitness. 
copium, copium. Actually, what would I do if I don't play games? No, I'm not saying that you yeah. don't play games. What would you do on top? Because you can't play games all the time. So oh. what else would you do? Will you be working out I, more? I think I'll go out more. I'll try mm. to chill friends. Which is what uh, I do. Which is I like to anyway. hang out with yeah. friends. Like one-on-one. And stuff like that. Yeah, organize hangouts. Huh? Try to... That's true. I'll probably hang I feel my time usually more. with some of this. Lah. But I try not to overdo it also. Because I so like, oh, I feel tired. Mm. I just want to, you know, sit there and play game. Mm. And, and chill. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I would take up pottery more. <laughs> I could have been a master potter if I wasn't with Kenneth. Hey, a master uh, craftsman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> master potter. <laughs> master potter. <laughs> Did you get the reference? No. Master potter. Snape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, wondering, is it Snape or Lucius Malfoy? You know? <laughs> I realized, oh, it's Snape. Okay. Master potter. Okay, I can't do it. <laughs> but uh, in other news, <laughs> in other news, uh, I don't know. Do we? Um, I think we we've already covered. Uh, I dealing mean, with rejection. Oh yeah. How Copium, smoke lots of copium. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just had to think like you know things happen for a reason. Like for example, when I got rejected from that Changi Airport group. Uh, job remember mm. at first I was like oh, I got rejected I think it would be the perfect job because it only take me 20 minutes to go to work <laughs> right and like at that point in time Changi Airport was like a great place to work right Yeah, it was like seen as a good job just before COVID uh, it was like way before COVID it was oh, yeah, like yeah, before yeah, my yeah. iPods job oh yeah no yes I got rejected then I got iPods oh okay yeah but then if I didn't go iPods, I wouldn't have gone to the next job. And then after the next job, I wouldn't have gotten where I am now. Yeah. So you know what? Everything happened for a reason, guys. Okay lah. I, I <laughs> That's how I deal with it. Usually, I don't I don't like to say like everything happens for a reason. <laughs> I, I, I'm more of the... uh You can find a reason in everything that happens lah. Hmm. Yeah. That's how I see it lah. Or is it just like... Just because one door closed doesn't mean another one won't open. I think it's, no, so it's, I think it's like it's more about always looking back and like learning from it mm. rather than thinking like you know there's a <laughs> there's so it's a, my way smoking it's like, it's like a higher being higher being is like you're gonna suffer now because this is planned for you like I, oh, I don't no look la. at it that oh. way lah. No, no, I don't. So I don't wait. think of it that way. No, I said, no, no, I'm just yeah, saying yeah. that like actually looking back, that rejection doesn't matter. <laughs> Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like look reflecting, hindsight, hindsight, it's always yeah. reflecting. Yeah, so uh, same, same. I so think that way. Uh, but you it, now they remind me like that period of time where I was trying to find a new job. Mm. Yeah, and not I'm not getting any um good interviews, uh, of places that I really want to go. Uh, that was quite depressing. Mm. Uh, it. Did it make me feel like a failure? Uh, it made no, I think it's more like my the way I look at it was that I realized that I'm not as shy as I am, not not as great as I am. Uh, uh, I and but I in some ways I found specific, like I I I, I try to seek reasons to why things could pan out that way and and reasons that are not, uh. Things that that put me down, mm. so my brain works like that. Okay, now I I'm not getting any offer, so I start thinking why. So it's like okay, I realize that, um, for example, whatever my scope that I've written, 
and I've I've highlighted the things that I highlighted, the skill sets that I've gained in this organization in the past eight years, they are not very relevant to the places that I want to go. Mm. So I, I I look at it from that perspective and I don't put myself down mm. in that sense. I, I saw it as it's just a factual thing that these don't align, which mm. is why uh recruiters are not uh getting back to me. Mm. Yeah. So in my mind then I start, okay, then what should I do? Like then I shouldn't tunnel tunnel myself into certain positions that I really want. Mm. And if I don't get it my my life is in ruins kind of thing. So mm. I started to okay, be less picky mm. in some ways, cast my net out and and just try la and and see where I can go. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, I think that's how I dealt with it. La. So I, I never felt like I was a failure if despite it, the whole process, because it is mentally draining mm. to get rejected all the time. Yeah. But uh, there, there are ways in my... I can't say that this works for everyone because the way that everybody deals with things like this differs from person to person. Uh. Yeah, But at least that's how I saw it and uh, that's how I cope with it. And... I mean, I guess it worked out for me somehow, lah. Mm. Eventually, cause I so the way I look at it is like, it's like relationship, right? You, 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 you just need to hit once, right? Yeah. So you may fail a lot of time, but it's okay. You just need to get it right once. Somewhat, lah. That's how I see, lah. Mm. And it's it's the same for job application as well. Mm. Yeah, that's how I deal with. I guess that's how I deal with rejection. Mm. Maybe I just remember one thing that I you how I also dealt with. Like, I, I, okay, I guess it's failure in a way. Like, when there, there was this point in my first job when I felt very depressed, I mean, and like, not depressed, but just feel very down about the whole work situation. And then one way I dealt with like this, like, and then every day felt just like a waste of my time or whatever. <coughs> so to deal with that fe- feeling of like failure, I will go running. Because then I, I can still tell myself that, you know what, at least I ran today mm. I accomplished something mm. so that helped me too <laughs> yeah. yeah I think so running, at least yeah, running I mean it's not just like running it's the fact that I can tell myself something. I completed something completed so something that meaningful helped me feel less of a failure <laughs> for that day uh-huh. you know like it made me feel like less that that day was a waste mm. yeah actually now you say this the waste thing it was uh, I was listening to uh, I think they mentioned to you I'm listening to the a podcast about timekeeping. Mm. I mentioned to you before, mm-hmm. right? About how the idea of wasting concept. time is actually relatively modern, uh, the industrial age concept, where they want people to be more productive. Mm. That's where they started to talk about how time is as though like a resource. Mm. Like you, you need to cherish your time. You only have X amount of t- hours a day to do what you want to do. And like, if you don't, use your time fruitfully, you are, uh, you are, what, there's a, I think they link it back to religion or something. La. Like, like you go like to hell. You go to hell. Like you are, <laughs> it's blasphemous, uh, that kind of shit. Yeah. yeah. So, so, I also realized that, oh yeah, that's true. Like time is, at the end of the day, a hu- kind of like a human construct. La. It is what? Yeah. So mm. it's just our way to measure the passing of moments. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, it's I also start to realize that like, we don't have to be so harsh on ourselves on so called wasting time. Mm. Uh, we don't have to be so harsh on ourselves on not being able to 
achieve X amount of things by a certain age mm. because uh, yeah, like it doesn't matter as much in the big picture. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I don't know. This is like a bit philosophical already somewhat. Yeah. Mm. Last time when I was a kid, right? Like my, one of my aunts will say, you know, you need to, because I was fat, right? So she'd be like, oh, you need to lose weight now because when you get older, it'll be hard to lose weight. Yeah. So if, when she told me that as a kid, that actually like that always stuck with me. I was like, oh no, I'm old now. I can't lose weight as easily. Then I realized, hey, people our age are still losing weight all the time. What? Yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a false concept. <laughs> I mean, it's harder because you become more lazy. Maybe. Oh yeah, that's It's true. harder because I think time that work lah. You you feel. Oh yeah. Mentally. Yeah, oh, I yeah, guess that's more true. exhausted. Okay, but so I guess how it connects in though, those sense, lah. Yeah. But I guess how it connects to what you were saying is that, like, actually, oh, okay, I don't have to achieve, I don't have to lose weight by this age. <laughs> I can be on a constant journey to improve my health. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, even if you fail once, you doesn't mean you are. Yeah. You are back to s- square one, lah. Yeah. 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 It doesn't mean that oh, it's over because I'm old. Yeah. Y- you can keep going. Right. <laughs> you know. So, like, you know, like I was telling you, Murakami, that author that I told him reading yeah. about, he said he's hit his peak running fitness in his late 40s or mid 40s, I can't remember. Mm. So basically, alive, in his 40s, right? yeah, he's still alive. In his 40s, basically, we still got 10 over years to go. We can still hit our peak yes, fitness. I'll be peak in your 40s. IG. Huh? PIG. I'll be peak. Oink, oink. <sighs> <sighs> okay. Um. Uh, do you talk about any other things here? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> you don't want to talk this, to me? I don't want to talk about all these things anymore. They are, they are like yeah, irrelevant pas, now. passe. Yep, I hope you guys um learn a bit more about how not to be a failure. <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, I guess maybe also me not posting broadcasts that often. Sometimes I also think, ah, shit. Yeah, you're a failure. They are fucked up, but yeah, I I guess I always take one step back, lah. I guess that would be very helpful. Always when you feel like, uh, like you fucked up or like you 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 why am I not like this? Always like, or like not not say not like this, but why am I not good enough? Yeah, always take one step back and try to look at the bigger picture. Yeah, you're not good enough in. In respect to who, to what, you know, I'm not smart enough with respect to what situation, in what topic, in what uh, context. Yeah, and when you look at the big picture, it's like nobody's going to be perfect with everything. Yeah, if someone is looks like he, he or she is perfect, they probably have a traumatic <laughs> self that they're hiding, I feel. Yeah, we... we uh, but then, okay... I feel like thinking that kind of way is not very helpful. Because <laughs> it's like, so what if somebody is worse off than you? It doesn't yeah la, mean yeah that la. you no, can't... Yeah. Yeah, no, so, so the idea is like, even when you try to compare yourself with people who are perfect, that's what I try and go to you. They are oh. not that perfect. Or yeah. maybe the thing is to just not care that they are perfect. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just like, okay lah, then they lead their life, you yeah. lead everybody, yours <laughs> Everybody, you, you can find your own niche. You don't have to be the best in something. Mm. But, uh, and like constantly putting yourself down... In comparison, doesn't help people, anyone, doesn't help, help yourself. Yeah. So look at the big picture. Try to look at the big picture. I'm not saying that definitely everybody is able to do it. But if you realize that actually a lot of things doesn't matter, 
and what and just focus on the, try to focus on the things that matter lah, like the people around you try to develop meaningful relationships I think at least for me that's how I see it lah. yeah so mm. I guess that's it thanks for listening to podcast uh, this Topics are a bit all the place today, <laughs> but I think it's okay because you enjoy it, right? So leave a like, smash the like, leave a comment, leave a like. <laughs> you know, like. If you're listening on there. Spotify, uh, if you're listening on Spotify, please go to my YouTube cha- page, <laughs> <laughs> the video, and give me a like. Spotify cannot like, right? Can you? Uh, just listen it to it a few times, ah. Huh? Then make sure the plays increase. But uh, yeah, thanks Copium. for listening. <laughs> Uh, if you have side topics, please suggest to me. Uh, it, it has been difficult to come up with newer topics, uh, especially topics that maybe we are not very familiar with. Uh, you can always slide into my DM. You, you can always leave a comment on my YouTube page. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, thanks once again. And uh, we see you guys in... Uh, the next one. Uh, next one. Bye-bye.